This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. Welcome to Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Tommy. And I'm Addie. And you're listening to Series 1, Episode 15, Beard Combs and Potlucks. Ooh, that sounds sinister. <laughs> Beware <laughs> the dreaded potluck. Oh no. Um, yeah. Uh, Welcome back to the podcast. Woohoo. Let's jump on into uh, the announcements, which is the same announcement we've had the past couple times. The finale draws ever closer, and with it comes our post-game session, where the cast uh, sits around and talks about the campaign as a whole, and uh, our thoughts and feelings on Dungeons & Dragons as a game system in general. With that... Uh, comes an aspect of Q&A where we read off some questions we've gotten from some listeners and answer them and discuss them and all that greatness. Yeah, so we've gotten some really great questions so far. So I challenge you guys to come up with even better questions and send them to us via our social media or our email. Our email is fanmail at essentialnpcs. And uh, you can also find us um, on Twitter Facebook and Instagram. Totally ask us the question on Instagram because no one's done that yet. Um, <laughs> and uh, we have, since um, we have a lead in time for when we record, we're going to need those questions pretty soon. Yeah, this is, uh, this is the last week to submit any questions uh, for the post game chatter. Uh, we're going to be recording the finale next week, so uh, <laughs> get your uh, get your questions in uh, by the 29th if you can. Yeah, and if you can't get them under the deadline, still ask them, and we will answer them in possibly another words with a DM or directly online or via email. Yeah, we're not like this isn't the only time. This is just yeah. the coolest. I mean, time. you can always send us questions. <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to be able to hear the answers from Sean, Seth, or Covert. It's true. And uh, speaking of social media, like us, subscribe, subscribe, follow, follow us. us on Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> Facebook. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on in to words with the DM. Hi. Hi. Um, Words with the DM for (laughs) Series 1, Episode 14, Grundlefug. You finally got to say it. Mm, Grundlefug. So did you like this episode? (laughs) Yeah. Should we we talk about Grundlefug? I say we jump right in. All right. So so the history of Grundlefug. I feel like we should touch on... Abbreviated history of Grundlefug. Yeah, God, please. So... Grundlefug is actually um, a character that has frequented our uh, home games in various ways. Um, And systems. And and systems. Um, Basically, the idea of the whole title of our podcast, Essential NPCs, um, was this concept that uh, we would start accumulating a library of essential NPCs and um and and with that uh so every every time we play a different system uh 
you know, we'd sprinkle in some some retooled characters from old systems uh, that we liked. Um, so like things like, I don't know, the, the Goliath weaponsmiths. I'm sure we're going to see them again in a different system as different characters, but kind of the same. And um, and that idea came from... From Grundlefug. The who, original Grundlefug. <laughs> yeah, um, which actually was a long time ago, a, a character that Seth played um, in a Dungeon World campaign uh, several years back. And it was just this really weird elf druid that we just thought was hilarious. And so then we just started making him an NPC in every single uh, system that we played. And so every time we played a new system at home, we would always be like, Ooh, I wonder what Grundlefug's going to be in this system. Uh, so it became like a fun thing that the, uh, that the DMs got to do where they had to figure out how they wanted to like insert Grundlefug into the story. And uh, sometimes he's an elf, sometimes he's a human. Uh, he's always a little weird though. <laughs> and, yeah. And uh, sometimes he's not either of those yeah. things. Yeah. This Grundlefug, this Grundlefug was, was, was rather interesting, like scales on the face, and yep. uh, we, we were all really looking forward to eventually running into him, um, and you can expect uh, future iterations of Grundlefug in other systems. Can't wait to meet him in Shadowrun. <laughs> um, okay, but uh, as for the rest of the episode... Right. Uh, besides just the namesake, um, we got to go back to a classic dungeon crawl. For the most part. Yeah, that you guys just like walked through. <laughs> yeah. So, I was so upset. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, since, since we've recorded the episode, you've you've talked to me a little bit about how um, uh, you were almost slightly disappointed by how... Almost. <laughs> how uh, how um, we managed to kind of navigate this without mm. uh, incurring much damage. Um, or anything like that, except for, you know, when Kreflin just decided to throw things at things, yeah. Think through the coin. Well, Kreflin had the right idea. Yeah, the touching the thing touching is, all is that Kreflin always almost always has the right idea. And then you guys are like, no, Kreflin, that's not right. Let's try all these other things first. Hey, hold on. <laughs> he followed up he followed up being completely right about the, the doors. That's true. With not even stopping to think about <laughs> the coins. That is like, true. So he got the first half yeah, right. And then he just like picked up the coins like, I'm just going to put them in. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Let me just try setting off to the side <laughs> and throwing them. <laughs> and I, I should learn by now, but you guys read into all the things that I don't expect you to. So like the words were more like on the walls were more like, hints and clues and, and well we got there eventually yeah we, we started to realize that it was more just like hints and clues as opposed to like <laughs> specifics yeah um well and i really wanted to come up with something great because i've heard that some of you are really great at riddles and then i got really intimidated and decided not to do a riddle <laughs> oh, that's right i remember you like doing some test riddles on me and then like every time i answered them you were like shit <laughs> and then you were like yeah Covert's even better than I am. And yeah. I was like, mm-mm, nope, there's, I don't, I have two months and I still can't. Yeah, a couple, a couple campaigns back, I made a, a, <laughs> a labyrinth um, where they had to continuously answer riddles to get through. And uh, when I like asked the first riddle, like everyone sat there for a second thinking and then Covert was just like, this is the answer. And then like every single riddle from there on out, Covert just answered him instantly. He's uh, weirdly good at riddles, <laughs> almost unexpectedly so. Send us riddles. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot us some riddles. We'll answer them during the uh, post-game chatter. That would be great. Let's challenge Covert. <laughs> um, okay. Well, uh, 
with all of that, what was your favorite part as the DM for episode 15? Um, one of my favorite parts um, was doing uh, doing the sprites uh, and uh, oh, fa- yeah, the, and the fa- the the tiny fae. I like I liked the uh, the like glowy light Darren that was like mimicking him from behind. It was a really fun. Uh... <laughs> yeah, so, some some recently the series has gotten like very serious, and so it was fun to have like these fae who were like. And just kind of goofing around with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, and also just, I love making dungeons. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I made this dungeon when I was, like, really sick and dying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I even then, I was, it, it made me feel good. Like, it was, like, that and sleeping were the two things I did for, like, weeks. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, um, what was your favorite part? Well, obviously, I liked Grundlefuck. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, more specifically, um, as as a player, at least, uh, my favorite part was specifically Grundlefug's reading of Oberon. Like, and I mean, you know, that's that's like my specific standpoint. But that is always fun when you have like an NPC kind of like fortune tell or like look into your character and like you know this is your alignment, you know, because no one really thinks of themselves like that. Right. Um, but but more specifically for, like, Oberon, uh, that those little comments from, from Grundlefug have uh, grand implications that have uh, started uh, some gears turning in Oberon's head and I think uh, are going to lead him down an interesting path as he tries to discern what Grundlefug may have been referring to. Well, I guess we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, let us see in uh, the next episode. Um, Let's move on into that. Sure. Series one, episode 15, Beard Combs and Potlucks. Enjoy. Well met. My name is Oberon Delgado, a Termish gladiator hailing from a remote desert village called Evershade. As quick with a sword as I am with my cutting wit, on a typical day you can expect to find me in one of two places. The local fighting pits, or the library. When I was a young boy, a stroke of luck led me to discover a buried chest that had once belonged to a master bard called Hoban Baybason. Amongst his belongings were an old cracked ocarina and a leather-bound journal. Within its pages, I found obscure glyphs and diagrams from which I began to decipher the mysteries of the arcane. Over a decade later, I'm still attempting to unlock all the secrets this journal has to offer. While I've only been on the road for a few years now, I've crossed the path of more than a few interesting traveling companions. As is the bardic way, I've taken to listening to their stories and occasionally even joining in on some of their adventures. The most recent of these companions came in the form of a mountain dwarf named Kreflin, whom I met in a tavern brawl a few months back. In his company, I've found myself swept up in a journey that makes the fighting pits seem dull in comparison. Until now, I've simply documented the stories of others. But something tells me I'll be chronicling my own tales for posterity soon enough. I'm called Kreflin Partintil, an officer of the clan Thrain, barbarian and mountain dwarf of the highest caliber. I was a military lad before the first hairs grew on my chin and I served for 200 years until they retired me and put me in the fucking lawmaker's guild. 
I used to lead every clan migration between strongholds, scouting ahead, clearing the path, destroying threats, but once they retired me, I had to travel with the civilians. Well, I didn't have that for long. I left my clan three decades ago now and wouldn't return for all the gold in the caverns. I'm a traveler now. The laws of the Thun are still close to my heart. For years, my officer salary kept me afloat, but I've run flat broke now and have to work for my logger. Luckily, there's lots to be done with a maul and a hand axe. Oberon started following me around about seven or eight moons ago. The lad annoys the shite out of me, but he has his moments. Mostly, he's there to tell my tale once I've finally been slain by some tough bastard. I suppose he's useful for something. If you want a glimpse into my travellers, just take a look in my knapsack. I've got a centaur's tail cut with my own hands. I've got a beard comb made from the rib of a bear. What, the one whose skin I've got round my shoulders there. Just look at that face. I've got a bottle of wine from the finest elven pantry, and I've got plenty of room for more trophies of the like. I go piss off before I make you eat your teeth. I'm Bankard Brightwood, paladin of the Cuthbertine Order. I was sent by my order to assist the Thieves' Guild. For a bunch of brigands, they surprisingly do quite a bit of God's work. When I arrived, I met a group of fellow adventurers. We came across this funny little halfling by the name of Barley. Barley was rather annoying, but all in all, I could tell he was a good man. And when Barley was killed, just because he was annoying, never felt so helpless in my life. Felt like I let down St. Cuthbert and the common man he's supposed to protect. That I was supposed to protect. That night I swore an oath to Barley, to everyone. If you're ever harmed by evil, I, Bankard Brightwood, paladin of St. Cuthbert, shall use his blessings to make you whole again, and harness his wrath to cleave evil in two. I'm Darren Draug. They call me the cleaner. Whenever there's a dirty job, I'm the guy the Thieves Guild calls to clean it up. I think fast, I talk fast, I act fast. I was born a wood elf, but I'd say I'm more of a city elf now. I don't see my family much anymore. At 351 years old, I'm just over the proverbial hill, and I've been doing what I'm doing for a long time. I bounced around Baldur's Gate and Waterdeep for a century or two, mostly cleaning, with a brief detour into doomed romance. I've never been much of a family man, especially since the job tends to get in the way. Occasionally the differing nature of mortality between elves and humans gets in the way as well. But in recent years, I've been watching the next generation of Thieves Guild members grow up and come into their own, the latest of which is my dear young friend Bryn the Handsome who called me in for a particularly dirty job. And unless my experience is wrong, with this job and these companions, it's gonna take a lot of cleaning. The last time we left our adventurers, uh, they had made their way down uh, through the vaulted catacombs um, underneath Lyriel Silverfrons 
um, manor house uh, in search of the eighth stone that they're trying to collect. Um, And they just managed to open uh, a door, which they haven't even looked through yet. It's very exciting. They haven't had a chance. It just swung open. Uh, They also met a strange but friendly humanoid um, (laughs) named Grundlefug, which... Uh, was a very funny name to some people. Um, and he had some very interesting things to say. <laughs> uh, and with that, you open the door. God, that loading screen lasted a week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the door swings towards you. And uh, you see up on a plinth, much like you've seen before, um, a stone. Oh. Uh, on sort of a dais. I'm sure we'll just be able to grab it and there'll be no problem. Let's just, just go ahead and... Yeah, it always seems to work out that way. Grin always did love his plinths and dais. <laughs> <laughs> I always told him it's superfluous. Second rule of trap making. Not too many plinths or dais. <laughs> I think the plural is dai. <laughs> <laughs> um, I look around the room. Is there anything... Is there, like... Perhaps a moonlit thing over this uh, this stone that if I were to walk into that light, I would be burned to death with radiant damage. You don't see That's ridiculous. Like that. Where'd you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Um, anything? Any markings anywhere? Or is it just uh, like an empty I mean, room it's of sort dice? of an ornate place, um, but the walls are just the same as they have been. The sort of like dark, dark slate gray. Um, the the dais is um, a dark marble color. And uh, the the plinth is also made of that sort of dark, white-grained marble. Lario, this is very high quality. Did you make this? Um, I bought it. Uh, <laughs> well purchased. Superb taste. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, Do you know anything about the stone? Uh, if there's any countermeasures in this room? I don't think so. I mean... Only Bryn and I were supposed to be able to actually open open the door, so... So who needs an extra stone? I think I only have one. I've got two. Yeah, I mean, Bankard, if you want to <clears throat> grab the, the stone, this is the Infernal Stone. Are you comfortable carrying that around? I probably should be the one to carry it. If I... anyone's going to protect it, it's going to be the St. Cuthbertine Accolade. I think that's most appropriate. So, um, do you guys approach yeah, all together? Yeah, yeah. Or? We approach all together. Yeah. Like a family. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, what did you say? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you hear a... Ah, shit. Classic slow clap. <laughs> wonderful. Really. Absolutely wonderful. I couldn't have gotten down here without you. Turn around. It is a tall, regal-looking elf with long black hair and a circlet around his head. Short sword's drawn. Weapons action shield. Do we recognize him? Is it the? It's not the one you've seen before. It's not in his brother. He's got like a long nose, very like thin-lipped mouth, pointy ears. Who the hell are you? (laughs) I believe I'm the one you've been collecting those stones for. I think you're mistaken. These stones aren't going to anyone. Least of all you. 
suspicious I, uh, looking dark haired elf. <laughs> I glance over at Lar- belonging to the clan Elator. I glance over at Lariel to see if she recognizes this elf. Yeah. She does. Or she she looks like she does. She's uh crackling her hands. Her hands are crackling. Yeah. <laughs> well, belonging is not what I would say being the head of the house. I grit my teeth. Reverian, you are banished from this land. You better get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> because you're going to stop me, Darren Drowd. It would seem that way if it must come to that. Uh, You've brought nothing but pain to Elvenkind and the rest of mortals. You could join me, you know. <laughs> not You're you, not dwarf. So <laughs> I do know that. But there's a reason I haven't. Does it look like there's any other exit out of this besides the one he's standing in front of? No. How close are we to the stone? You guys are all standing on the dais. So we're like within arm's reach of the stone? Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to get the lay of the land. Sure. Because I feel like shit's about to so, go. So um, so how, how the lay of the land is, just so you know, mm-hmm. is Lyriel's not actually up on the dais with you. Um, the four of you are on the dais uh, next to the stone. Um, Reverian's in the door, you know, the door frame, and then she's off to the side just a little bit, um, like diagonal, so you've got a straight shot at him. Um, if you could just hand over those stones, I'd be happy to let you live. I'm sorry, Reverian, but that's not an option. Oh, I'm the one who's sorry. You make such a mess. And he, um, uh, does a like a hand motion thing um, and as he does you hear Lariel like yell no and sorry because I why are you looking that up is there anything that might suggest a trap on the stone no well I'm gonna grab the stone because he can come pry it out of my cold dead hands Okay. Uh, roll a charisma saving throw, please. Ten. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you are able to take the stone. Um, as you do, another globe appears around you guys. Um, <laughs> ah! <laughs> um, and it's sort of like this white shimmer with um, all sorts of arcane symbols like floating in it and around it. Um a blast of um, ice uh, hits the front of the orb from Reverian and um, and like it like crystallizes all around the orb but like it doesn't come at you guys it, it doesn't touch you at all Lariel can you get this orb out of this dungeon um, so you you hear sort of um, kind of yes uh, sorry oh, yes and, and, uh... Where is she? She's on the other side yeah, of the orb. Yeah, she's outside she the orb. She, she put the orb around us. Oh, wait, she put the orb around us? Well, you don't know if she did or if it well, was the, in... the thing that bounced off it came from him, right? Yeah. So yeah. She's probably protecting us with this orb. Uh, 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 Kredlin, smash the ice! <laughs> Lariel, get in! I'm sorry, it doesn't work that way. I, I can't. And then, um... But but I can't, and uh, 
All right. I need you to roll perception, Darren. 16. Okay. Uh, you feel a hand in your pocket um, as a mage hand okay. draws chalk out of your pocket okay. and starts drawing on the floor. Hmm. Um, Are there any other sounds coming from the other side? Is You can't see Reverian now. Right. We're encased in ice. <laughs> it, like the front part was blasted um and so it, the like chalk is drying on my the... eyes are glued Sorry. on i'm like laria what are you doing the stones need to be safe and then reverian's like no and she's actually pushed up against you see her fly up against one of the walls but the mage hands keeps moving and the circle is it is it is anything taking shape it, it's um, definitely like arcane sigils that are appearing below you. Oberon, roll Arcana. That's a 21 for Oberon. Okay. Um, these are the same sorts of sigils that you've seen in teleportation circles. Oh, snap. She's getting us out of here is what she's doing. L'Oreal, you need to get in here now! She doesn't seem to be able to, like... She's, like, crushed up against the wall. Um, Does she seem to be in pain? Maybe. Can't really tell. It's, like, it's sort of, like, almost like a truck, like, hit her and pinned her against the wall, except for that you can't see any truck. Like, it, like a, like a force is pushing her up against the wall. And I need you all to make um, wisdom saving throws. Nine for Crestland. Okay. 21 for Darren. Okay. Eight. Nine for Oron. Really? All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> really? Really? I did good. We get it. <laughs> so, um, the, the chalk actually, um, uh, continues to draw, um, on the ground, and you actually hear, like, a boom, boom, like, coming from, like, and see, like, bits of ice, like, coming off of the the front of the globe. Um, And, like, Reverian's face is, like, right up next to it. Uh, Grothlin readies his maul and, like, starts doing deep breathing exercises, like... (laughs) And um, there are, like, little arcane cracks. Um, Okay. Um, That are, like, forming around, like, the edges. Vanguard stands next to Grothlin... Uh, with his stuff ready. Sure. I'm gonna try and stab Reverian through the through the orb. Sure. Go ahead. He's, you say he's right there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Stabby. Get stabbed. Twenty. Uh. So you um. Where your what sword are you using? I. My short sword. Well, like I have two. The, they're like, the poison ones, or. Uh, they're both poison. Okay, so they're the they're the like button ones. ones yeah. Okay, so um, as you do like where it points, uh, it like fractures just a little bit, um, but then it like slides off around the orb. Uh, I like, I uh, cast blindness on Reverian. Um, it's a Constitution saving throw. So as you cast it, uh, it actually. Um, bounces off the orb, and I need you all to make a constitution saving throw. Fuck. Ten. Hey. Twenty for Cliffle. 
four for Oberon. I just blind myself. <laughs> Nineteen. Okay, what's your spell save? Oh, it's uh, my my spell DC is sixteen. Okay, so anybody who rolled at lower than a sixteen is now blinded. Ah, damn it! <laughs> Oh, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Can I just turn it off? It's yeah, my spell. I turn it, it off. I... <laughs> what was that? I, it was my blindness spell. It reverber. It, uh, Yours? Back. We're already dealing with him. I was trying to do it on him. Lorio, <laughs> what are we doing? We can't attack him. Um, And I need you all to make a wisdom saving throw. 19. 20 for Prethlon. 9. All right. Um, so the mage hand uh, is able to uh, starts to like blink um, as it's going, uh, but it manages to like complete the last sigil, um, and a violet, a strong violet light um, blasts up from underneath you guys, um, and you've felt this feeling before uh, when you. Um, or, well, I'm sure that Dayron has yeah. teleported before, but um, uh, you guys have felt it when you traveled to Waterdeep mm. um, when you were going after Straxon. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you, uh, for a moment, it's sort of like this like rushing feeling, and then you land feet firmly planted on the ground uh, in a wooden uh, room. Uh, with a door and uh, and a faded area where there used to be a map. Ha! Ha! Ariel, no! Oh, I hate that. So we're in Bryn's apartment now? Yep. yep. I, uh, I, like, fall to my knees and I'm, like, breathing heavy and, like, pounding my fist on the floor. Damn it! Fuck! Fuck! I rush over to uh, the dresser drawer or the 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 drawer that had all the the stuff in it, mm-hmm. and I grab Lariel's packet. It's not there. I don't find Lariel's packet. Then none of the packets are there. None all of the packets are, are gone. Mm-hmm. Has it? Oh shit! Has it looked like a this place has been cleaned out? Nope. Just all the packets are gone. We should check up on him, probably. On Bryn. Yeah. I rush downstairs. Okay. Um, you open the door, and as you do, Bryn is <laughs> actually floating um, in the air right in front of you, just like hovering. Oh, Christ. Like unconscious? Nope. Just hovering in the air? Yeah. Br- Bryn? Oberon? Why are you floating? Uh, m- my boots. What are you doing Wait, uh, here? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, Lariel. Lariel's yeah. in trouble. What? Lariel, we, we went to Silvery Moon. We went to Lariel's. Uh, we, we met Lariel. Uh, we went down. We retrieved the Infernal Stone. Reverian was there. What? Lariel teleported us out, and I don't, I don't know if she's okay. I don't know if she can get out. I don't... Didn't she send you here? Yes, she sent us here. I don't... I'm... She needs help, man. I, I, how am I supposed to get to... Hello, Kreflin. How am I supposed to get to um, Silvery Moon from... It's weeks away. Is there anyone you can contact? Is there any way to contact here? Do you not know any, any, anyone who could teleport us back? That would be Lariel. Well, 
well. So welcome back, guys. So she's Where gonna... were you? I'm not downstairs, by the way. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, I didn't make it downstairs. Mind. I just opened the door, He's right? on the he landing just, outside. He was just, like, oh. right outside. He's in the hallway. Oh, well, I... I am, just sit down on, like, the I edge of the I am behind his desk mm-hmm. right now. Okay. Out of... I'm out, I'm out of sight. And I just sit down and start rifling through the journal, see if I can find something in it to help me. Okay. I don't answer, Bryn. <laughs> well, we were in Silvery Moon... I, yeah, I, I, I gathered that much. Um, We've been following your map. We've been trying to collect the stones. We figured that was probably the best thing to did do. Re- did Reverian get them? No. No, we, have, we them. have the stones. We have eight stones. You have eight? Yes. Do you have more? He looks, like, relieved. I didn't know, I didn't know what happened to the ones in my, oh, I'm so glad. I mean, it's horrible, but. I didn't know what happened to the ones in my safe, and I've only been out of bed for two days. How did you guys traveled all the way up there and on the way collected eight, or I guess it would be four more stones? Yeah, we went to yeah. some of the locations marked on the map and managed to find some stones. I'm more concerned about Lariel right now. I don't, I mean, you can, the closest you could get is maybe you you might be able to pay for a teleport. How much does that cost? We lost her. You idiot. She's gone. She's dead. Darren? Hi, Bryn. I stand up. Uh, still not turning around. We lost Enna and we lost Lariel. We don't know where Enna is. And I let, I let Lariel send us away. I let her do it. I don't know if Reverian killed her. I don't know. I don't know what his end game is here, but... I don't think he'd kill her. She's a highborn elf. He wouldn't want to spill her blood. That's why I think she's not dead. But we certainly lost her. That kind of power is in the wrong hands. And we know that Lariel has his spellbook. We know that she doesn't know, but we don't know what... Of Reverian's capable of extracting from her. How do you, how do you know that? And his packet got opened. <laughs> got opened. You got it to Enna. You fa- no. no, no, we didn't find Enna. The packet was taken by some bounty hunters who came for us under misinformation. We Reverian put a hit out on us. One of the bounty hunters opened the packet, and so therefore we know what the contents of the packets are. Or, or that packet was. We used the key to enter the room where the spellbook is being kept. Because we figured at that point, if our enemies knew anything about that packet, we needed to know about that packet. Mm-hmm. Wait. We still have the key, though. You still have the key? Okay. Well, then there's no other way in, barring burning the entire manor down. That doesn't seem beyond Reverian's. He doesn't like to draw that much attention to himself. At least in my experience in the past, he, li- he likes uh, the shadows and will do whatever he needs to. So if you went up to Silvery Moon, did you, you go to the High Forest? Yes. Stopped there, yeah. Yep. Took, a, took a weekend in uh, Arborea to collect that stone. <laughs> 
only you guys. That's kind of amazing. Um, I'm sorry. I don't know how to process all this information. Um, then he's, we know where he is. We can go. To Silvermoon? No. I had narrowed it down. He was either hiding in the ruins in the high forest or he was in the, uh, oh God, the con. Condar? Yeah, forest. Condath. Condath. Condath Forest. Um, yeah, well, when we got into those ruins, we were attacked by Enna's brother. Uh, he sent some, some beasts after us. Right. And that would have been the same one as before then? The only brother of Enna's we've met, yes. Bodrin's great, isn't he? Is that his name, Bodrin? Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, well, I'm glad to see you're alive and... Likewise. Thanks. I don't really remember what happened. I I assume you had something to do with it, Bankard, seeing as I woke up surrounded by people trying to convert me to <laughs> the Cuthbertarian order. Um, Did they get you? <laughs> not quite. Lucky you. <laughs> Have, I'm not even going to ask that question. <laughs> um, also, you'd be glad to know that the person who stabbed you is quite dead now. Also, thanks to me. <laughs> I did a little bit. You ate pickles. I did a lot bit. I in like before she. Oh, you did break her leg. Up. Yeah. I mean, she would have been dead way before then, and then we could have avoided a whole rigmarole. But nobody wanted to do it, so. <laughs> As you can tell, Kreflin hasn't changed much since you've been out. Why? Why would he? He's perfect the way he is. What's the nicest thing you've ever said to me, Bren? <laughs> um, I can say with quite a bit of certainty that if by the time we got to Silvery Moon, Lario would be long gone. They they wouldn't be there anymore. Yes, long but you think he's setting up in the High Forest? I uh, no. In the Condath Forest. Oh. It's, those are the only two forests that are large enough that, ha- that have ancestral homes of elves that aren't already populated by them. So it, it makes sense that he would be there. It's really the only place left to look. So you've been doing research on him. What do we need to take him down? He is an incredibly powerful wizard. Um, noticed as much. So much so that I don't... I don't rightly know um, what other than just throwing everything and everyone at him. He uses his children against them, against anyone who goes up against him. Um, I'm surprised that he showed up to face Lariel. She was probably one of the only people that I would have thought could stand against him, even with her wild magic surges. Um, But we can, now that we know where he is, it was going to take me months to try and search the forests. We should go. Do we know what we're walking into? No. But do we need the stones? Do we need Anna? He's very strong. I don't know if if I have what it takes to... Also, if you're looking for more information on Enna, we do think we know where she was seen last. And I tell him about 
the village and the church. And that little, she went little in. boy, what was his name? Robert. Robert. Uh, <laughs> and I tell her, tell him all about that, and how that's where we got the abyssal stone from. Well, it's nice you didn't have to go to the abyss. Yeah, I agree. Counting our blessings. <laughs> Sorry, I've got to sit. Give me a second. Um, and he actually floats over to a chair that has wheels on it. Oh. Uh, and sits down in that. That's why he's floating on boots. Oh, you why? didn't pick that up? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm missing something here. He, d- he lost, can't walk. He lost the use of his legs. Oh. Uh, well. The magic is only good a couple of times a day, so I've got to make sure that I spend it wisely. Well, so you're thinking about moving against Reverian. Do you have a plan? I can send scouts ahead now to see if we can't get some information about what's going on there. Um, and then hopefully they can come back and then we can prepare to go. Is there a way we can use these stones against him somehow? Or should we keep them away from him as much as possible? I'm more inclined to agree with Kreflin, surprisingly enough. <laughs> it's odd sometimes, isn't it? Um, we still don't know what they do. I, I mean, you spent more time with them than I have. They don't go about revealing their nature to anyone who hangs out with them, apparently. The most we found out was at one point we were able to, we were drawn to another stone because we had stones on us. Uh, we felt a pull towards the, uh, the stone in Arborea. But that was the most that we, we found out about their nature. And shouldn't we find Enna before we move against them? Wouldn't she be the most valuable informant in taking down her family? If you have a better place to look, I think she's already with them. What makes you think that? She would have come back by now. She always comes back. So it's a double rescue then, against impossible odds. A family of wizards. We can take them. You guys have done more than I should have ever asked you to do. You can... We're not walking away from this. We at least owe it to Lariel, if not Enna alone. We do owe them that much. I must admit, when I saw Reverian, I was ready to die. If it comes to that, so be it. I look over at Kreflin, raise an eyebrow. Who am I I to say no to a good fight? Smile and nod. <laughs> yeah. Then you have us. Well, I'll, I'll send some feelers out to the forest. It's about a week-long journey. Um, so we'll, we'll see in two weeks what... Is there anything we can do in the meantime? I can't think of anything. Go home. <clears throat> see your family. You've been gone for nearly two months. I'm just thinking, what if there was a way to lure some of his kids away from him and take them out one by one? Yeah, I mean, you could try that. <laughs> they, I mean, they one of them at a the time, it seems like, has been stalking us. Yeah, I mean, what, what was his name again? Boris? Vodrin. Vodrin. <laughs> uh, I like Boris a lot better. <laughs> uh, we'll just keep an eye out maybe on the way. Keep a weather eye? What's that? Yeah. It's it's a saying. What does it mean? Whether I you just look, you're just like W H E or W. You're, you're staying it? alert. It's it's what it means. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it either. <laughs> what do you think, Bryn? 
Weather Eye, you heard that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a human yeah. thing. There was one stone we missed on our way up north. We didn't stop by that keep um, that you had marked, Bryn. The dragon spear? Yeah. You could, I mean, if you guys want to go there, I don't know. Would it help us in any way to get that stone if it's still there? Yeah, why did you tell us to get the stones in the first place? I honestly didn't think that you would find more than... One <laughs> or two. Lots of faith in a safe. Thanks for the vote of confidence, Bryn. You shamed me, Bryn. <laughs> um, <laughs> Looks like the cleaner I want, has been cleaned. <laughs> I resent that. <laughs> I, I wanted... The, the goal has always been to keep them from Reverian. Mm-hmm. So the more we can collect, the fewer he can have. So it's feasible that he has, what, four more? Yes, he could have the rest. Well, it looks like we're majority shareholders. <laughs> I put on sunglasses. Yeah! <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, uh, so just rest for two weeks? That's, that's our plan? And train like hell. Damn right. Training Don't montage. Tra- <laughs> yeah! yeah! <laughs> What's the oh uh, I want to use the Kung can, Fury song. We can beat uh, up on some recruits at the temple. <laughs> can we can we get any aid in this, or is it just Thieves Guild versus Reverian? I mean, if we is there anyone we can go to with this? I can talk to Ruth. Did you meet anyone on your way who could help you help uh, us? Uh, there is the the Red Lady uh, in the High Forest. She didn't seem too keen on Reverian. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah, we, we held council with the Red Lady uh, twice, I believe. Yeah. Actually, I still have some of her wine. Oh, we've got Robert. He's a junior paladin. There. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we met some dwarves, but uh, I don't know. We didn't really make friends with them. Yeah, they didn't need any help or anything. So <laughs> yeah. We know an airship captain. Yeah. Oh shit. We do. You think Andrew would be up for a good fight? Maybe to leave the uh, leave the old airline behind. Fly us in. What if she flayed us in though? We could see who we could find then. Crethlin, do you have a way to contact Andrew? I don't know. It just seems like you might. (laughs) (laughs) I could probably figure out a way to figure out. And I've recently called in a favor for Lacey. I uh. I, uh, I sent her Fabrizio. Oh, yeah, whatever happened to Fabrizio? Well, it just so happens that Sons of Bounty Hunters are very valuable bargaining chips among thieves. Oh, my God. Look, he's going to come out of this a much, much more capable man. I'm doing him a favor. Same way my parents did me a bunch of favors growing up. Uh, you didn't seem to enjoy that much. <laughs> well, look at me now. Look how competent I am. And Oberon looks at Daron for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> this time really seeing him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess we should we should send messengers, send letters, whatever whatever we can. Oh my god, so many montages. Yeah, montage. <laughs> montage of montages. Okay, do you guys do anything else of the next two weeks? Oh, I need hand axes. I need to buy hand axes. I lost mine. Sure. Uh, I want to go to those same... T- wait, we're there. Yeah, I need to go to... Wait, I need to visit wait, wait, before... before we should wait. bond with your war pick. We should... We should... <laughs> <laughs> wait. 
Uh, we we should give Bryn back the money that was in Enna's packet. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Bryn, this uh, this belongs to you. Oh, wait, I have that. It's just where you go. Um. Wait, how much was it? Because we just put it in two thousand. It was two thousand. Oh wow, literally <laughs> cuts into our funds, you guys. <laughs> it was two thousand and not twenty five hundred. Maybe it was twenty five hundred. Yeah, because you All guys right, definitely so didn't have seven hundred gold. Uh, twenty five hundred. Sorry, sorry. We <laughs> <laughs> miscalculated. I'm not trying to scam you. <laughs> not so, that kind of rogue. <laughs> um well honestly you guys could probably use this more than I could. Oh, you're so kind. <laughs> For it goes planning. into the adventuring fun. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget. <laughs> no, oh, sorry. No, that's the wrong bag. My <laughs> yeah, I will uh, reach out to people and I guess we'll come stop by sometime. You better believe it. I uh, awkwardly try to hug Bryn <laughs> while he is seated in mm-hmm. the chair. He hugs back. I hold on for longer than usual. <laughs> it's a nicer hug than I usually give. I'm not really a hug kind of elf. All right, I'm done. <laughs> okay. I give I give Bryn a nod, and yeah, I guess I'll... I don't even know what to do. I don't have anyone to contact. I could contact the red lady. I suppose you should contact the red lady, Darren. I, oh, I will. Yeah. Um... Uh, Crethlin, you've got uh, Andrew to contact. Bankard, could you talk to the Cuthbertine Temple? I was planning on it. Uh, I will talk to the city guard. Yeah, I'll you have Ruth. Ruth. I'll, uh, I, I, I feel wholly useless in this uh, war effort, but... Uh, <laughs> Isn't there, like, some kind of okay. bardic society or something? I could try to tap into that. I don't know that many of them. <laughs> yeah, bring a bunch of gladiators from back in the day. I don't have anyone to talk to. I don't have any family back home. I've Aww. just been traveling on my own for a while. Well, do you want to come with me? Aww. No, I'll, I'll go read. I'll, I'll go and, and see if I can read up anything on, on the Condath Forest, where, where, uh, where Reverian might be setting up shop, anything. Research. Also good. Yeah. Information. Reconnaissance. Reading montage. Not yeah. that kind of rogue. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so are we starting to take take our leave? Yeah. Cool. Uh, Crethlin kind of has to teach him it, but uh, he grabs Bryn's left forearm and like puts his fist, his right fist, against his other fist, and they're like, "You remember this? You are the only elf. Oh, he, uh, he's human. a human. He's human. He's the only human. Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> the only non-mountain dwarf in history that I know of who knows this." Uh, salute. Thank you, Crethlin. You're welcome. They stare at each other for a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, goodbye. And uh, Crethlin just leaves. Wait, Crethlin. What? It's been an honor serving with you. I look forward to its continuance. Likewise. And he gives him like a little doff of the cap. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys go about your business for two weeks. Do Off need... to the Cuthbertine Temple to give an impassioned speech about how I need their aid to wipe evil from Earth to help wipe some evil. I bet from... he's quite the preacher too. Let's let's yeah. can we hear a sample of that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, during during one of the 
you know, the, the services. Uh, and beforehand, Bankard talks to the priests, and and the, before it starts, Bankard goes up and, Brothers! Sisters! There are great evil plagues this land. And it is our job to stop it. Is it not common sense to protect <laughs> man? Well, what, what evil? I'll get to it. <laughs> it's coming. Don't interrupt me. Uh, uh, okay, so, and he, he kind of goes on, uh, explains what's going on, and, you know, goes on about duty and how he needs some other paladins to step up and fight by his side and by his friend's side. Because this is a great evil, and many will perish. I but like by St. Cuthbert, evil. we shall be victorious. <laughs> yeah! yeah. yeah. Evil sucks. Let's do it. Oh. Does, he have, does he have to roll to see how well he... <laughs> <laughs> does he have to roll for cheers? <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, the uh, gathered... What is, it's not called an audience. What is it called? Congregation. Congregation. The Jinx. <laughs> you all owe me jokes. Ah. Um, Jinx, make a wisdom sing. <laughs> um, so the gathered congregation is like, you know, they, they don't like, you know, it's not like, woo, whatever, because. That's not sense. Just a lot of muttering. It's not, sensible. Be it's it's not a sensible use of energy. <laughs> uh, so they sort of like bang on the, like, pew. pew. Um, rabble, rabble, rabble. And, uh, and, uh, please and carrots, please and carrots. Cuthbert, 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 And then, like, after ten, exactly, they stop. <laughs> that is the Cuthbertine number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and you feel like you've garnered some support. You haven't figured out exactly how much yet, but you've definitely got some. Killer! To the trading fields, brothers. <laughs> we shall train. After after, after the, the today's sermon. <laughs> and there's a potluck after the sermon. And, and, the, and, and the, after the potluck. <laughs> uh, don't eat too much at the potluck. <laughs> I know it'll be hard. I'm sure you sister, all brought sister a sensible Mary portion. Mary made some of her amazing cake. <laughs> Try to control yourself. But, uh, you know, have, have a little bit. Spoil yourself. After that, we're training. <laughs> I feel sorry for the uh, the priest who has to follow that one up. <laughs> uh, today's sermon is about um, humility. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's and it's actually goes, the sermon is see it's not really sermons at the at the Cuthbertine Church. It's actually um, like how tos. <laughs> so. Um, Doing woodworking. <laughs> the the, the how-to for today is actually using your cudgel to the best of your ability. <laughs> it's all in the wrist. <laughs> cudgel 101. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I could be assistant instructor in that. <laughs> um, cudgel. Cudgel. Yeah, okay. Um, I will go next. Yeah. Um, definitely the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to visit Ruth. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you uh, do you meet her at her home or do you oh, go her, and yes, find her at okay. her home? And this is the first time I've been there, I think ever. 
Uh, no, you visited her and had cookies last time. Oh, that's cookies. right. That's right. She's yeah. an she makes this is the second time I've ever been to her. You home. guys want some cookies? <laughs> Hi, Ruth. Hi, Dad. Uh, I'm, I'm back. Briefly. Briefly. So, uh, good old Dad got himself into some trouble with some uh, some bad elves. Not any kind of trouble that uh, you need to concern yourself with, but uh, so Dad's got some grudges going way back against the worst of our kind. The elves who think that uh, elves and only elves belong here. And uh, I'm sure you know how I feel about uh, elven kind. But look, uh, their leader's uh, he's a strong guy, powerful wizard, and I'm going to face him. Whatever he's up to, I'm not looking forward to its fruition, and we have intel that he's working on something nefarious, so we're going to try and stop it before it happens. I've been thinking about uh, retiring recently, and uh, before I do so, I... I need to go on this one last job. <laughs> it's going to be dangerous, and there's a distinct possibility that I don't make it back. But uh, if that's the case, I want you to know that I love you. And uh, I never didn't. And I'm sorry I was gone. And please, if there's any help you can offer, we're going in pretty naked. I mean... I don't expect you to come with me. I don't expect you to send any troops. Just whatever. Whether it's <laughs> weapons or armor. Forgiveness. Um, do you have to go? Yeah, I have to go. Okay. Um, I mean, I'd need more information to ask if I could send anyone. But, um... Yeah, of course. I'll see what I can do to help. I wish... I wish you would stay. Me too. But uh, there comes a point, especially in this job, where you make a few too many promises to a lot of people. And uh, I've always been a man of my word, if nothing else. Yeah. Um, when... When do you have to go? Two weeks. Heading out to the forest. Wizard named Reverian Elator. Attempted a couple genocides. Think there might be another one in the works. Um, but you're here for two weeks? For two weeks. Will you stay? Here? Here? Yeah, I'll stay here. Okay. But I'm gonna need to train every day. That we can manage. <laughs> All right. See if you can... Spar with the best. Let's see how far you've come. <laughs> oh, father, daughter. Hold on, guys. Uh, before we go on, I got something in my eye. I just need to take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a big deal. I'm not crying. <laughs> She's gotten way sappy. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. few jokes. I never didn't love you. I love that line. <laughs> Let's, let's have Kreflin talk to his squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got some... Got oh some no, you're going off first. to war. 
You're going to the Goliaths? Yeah, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Did I, do I remember their names? Did, did we we never names? asked their names. Good. I haven't done that yet. I'm heading to the Smithies. You're going to make your armor smith a war widow. Go to the Smithies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Chink. <laughs> Chink. <laughs> Chink. Hello there. Hello. Oh, it's been a while since I've seen you last. How have you been? Good. 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 Excellent. What can I do for you? Well, I'm looking for a couple of hand axes for myself. Okay. What have you got for me? Well, they're inside. That's where we keep the pre-made stuff. Well, lead away, lass. I make a lot of it because I'm bored. (laughs) People don't buy as many weapons as I'd like them to. But you keep making them anyway. Wouldn't you? (laughs) What else would I do when I'm bored? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This way. Ah. Okay, so she opens the door. First time you've seen her leave the anvil. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you do have legs behind there. (laughs) Of course I do. (laughs) Hello, honey. Hello. <laughs> oh, lad, look at you. I think you've gotten bigger since the last time I've seen you. I hope not. <laughs> My bed barely fits me as it is. <laughs> uh, more uh, powerful looking then. Oh, that's just sweet. <laughs> uh, lad, I'm looking for a couple of hand axes. Could you do me, do me something well? Sure. Uh... They're over there. And you see just like a line of, it's not a huge shop, mm-hmm. but it's really long. And it's just like, they're small hand axes and they just get slowly bigger and bigger and bigger until like there's like the <laughs> giant like war Is axes. That one, that one, no, I think that one's taller than I am. Probably. Christ. But. Who? <laughs> St. <laughs> <Saint> Cuthbert <laughs> Oh sweet baby St. Cuthbert <laughs> And then there's hey, you know You don't use like, his name in vain <laughs> And then there's you know like Daggers all the way up to like Giant great swords mm-hmm. because You think that they've totally organized The store in size <laughs> So like it's like not like by different types of daggers or different <laughs> right. shapes. It's, like it's just like this on one the is the smallest, so it goes on the end. <laughs> <laughs> this one's the biggest, and it goes on the end. The same thing it. with spears. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a tiny little spike, <laughs> like a railroad <laughs> spike. <laughs> it goes all the way to like a pike, <laughs> like the size of a two by four. Yeah. You hold up a house with it. Um, so I look for an appropriately sized area and look through those. Sure. Um, price range is slightly restricted, I suppose. I only have 74 gold. That's plenty. Why? For hand axes, it's probably only, I don't know, 11 per hand axe. They're really little. (laughs) That's a, a, a very competitive price, sir. Well, we've got lots. It's supplies and demands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Comes, nice, Goliath. Nice. <laughs> right. <laughs> People uh, don't buy very many hand axes. Uh, not very many of them are proficient in them as I am. That's a tragedy for our times. <laughs> it's, it's a damn shame. Uh, so I look for like the most ferocious looking pair. 
Sure. They're like got like spikes coming off of the back, and they like a little bit of bronze on them to give them some color. Mm-hmm. And they're wrapped in rawhide because I want to look like, you know, badass but like barbaric. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, those ones are a bit more pricey. Oi. Uh, pricier, more pricier, but not by much. It's mostly because it's really hard to make those denty things. <laughs> so, but. They're good because the blood comes out there ah. as makes it easier to do the squelchy noises. <laughs> <laughs> the squelchy noise is my favourite part of a hand axe. <laughs> it's a nice noise. It is, it is. Uh, so how much will this pair run me? Um, For the two of them, I guess... Uh, and he starts counting on his fingers. <laughs> Um, 32. 32 gold? Oh, that's a, that's quite a bargain, my friend. Here you go. Thanks, lad, and I slid over the 32 gold. He takes it. Lad, what is your name? I've met you three times now, and we've never even spoken and introduced ourselves. I'm Kretlin Partentelin of the Clan Thrin. Oh, I'm Lacon Woundmender. Of the Ugnathi clan, but I'm not allowed to be with them because, well, I don't like to eat people raw. <laughs> They're much better. Yes, <laughs> it's much tastier. You can add the salt. I, I, I you can. <laughs> it's true. I'm, uh, can I? Can you spell his name for me? Sure. It's a L A K O N. Uh, then wound mender. Wound mender, okay. Mm-hmm. And your wife's name, lass. You're such a pretty young maid. What's your name? Grip. Grip. Now, are you married? Did Grip. you take his name? <laughs> um. Well, I'm Grip Keen Watcher. Keen Watcher. Keen Watcher. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it means, but I think it means I. I'm really good at making things shiny. <laughs> well, so far, so good. I mean, look at these two things. These are still going strong and shiny after you shiny them up. Oh, I didn't shiny them up. I make things more pointy, but I think it means I make things shiny. I can see why you were confused. <laughs> A little bit, I... Grip. Grip. <laughs> on grip. Another exciting day in your uh, little haberdashery here. Um, I'm sure we'll what? be seeing each other. <laughs> <laughs> we will be seeing each other soon. Uh, you, you should remember to check doors because sometimes <laughs> they attack you, I've heard. <laughs> Let and me tell you something I am quite aware Oh, you've had to fight doors too? I've had a run-in or two with a door, yes. I think... Doors don't like dwarves. It rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it does, lad. So it does. <laughs> here, oh, thank you so much. I, I cannot, can I thank you enough? This here is, uh, do you like wine? Yes. Um, this wine I come across came from a, a very special, important person. 
Uh, you don't have to savour it. I know that's probably not your style, but I think you'll quite like it. And I hand over the wine from the red lady. Okay. Uh, it looks tiny. Uh, I'm saying it half, you know what, that's, that's going to be like a shot glass for you. So I have this cask of mulled wine that I've been carrying around. It might be a little bit better Ooh, for you. Thank you so much. Um, it will be good for drinking tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Are you lad? Uh, thank you again. Daps his cap and heads out the door. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then should I, like, go to Waterdeep? I feel like that's it's probably very the best far away. Option. Is it? Well, if how long will her airship it? takes harbor in in Baldur's Gate. In Baldur's, that's right. And so, so yeah, that's where I'm going next. I'm going to head to the airship. Sure. Hangar. Okay. Right. Um, so uh, Anna is there, um, and she says that the airship should be back in a day or two. Cool. Uh, so I'm going to go to. Um, yeah. So I don't go to the thieves guild. And I go to a sleazier <laughs> one where nobody will recognize me. Okay. And hang out there for a couple of days. It's like two silver a night. Boom! I'm uh, sweeping through the library for as long as I can and then going back uh, to uh, Raven's Rest with whatever books I can take from the library. Okay. And going through my piles of books to just you know read what I can, look up stuff about the Condath Forest. Um if there's anything to do with Reverian's history in any book, if I've managed to find one, I would want to read up on that a little bit. Okay. Um, also, I want to take a look at uh, the flowers that Grundlefug gave us. Sure. Because um, he said they would be useful, and they weren't necessarily useful unless we just like missed our chance in the in in the dungeon. So I, I want to know what those are about. I would cast Identify on them over a course of ten minutes. To see if I can see any magical um, shit going on with them. So, they're definitely magical, and the minute that you start the ritual, you're like blasted with like tons of information, none of which you can discern. It's it's super magical, and let's just like um, do it. I get any idea on how to utilize them? Well, you open up the box because, mm-hmm. like, even before you open up the box, like, that happens. Um, and you open up the box and there's uh, six flowers. They're all different colors um, and they're all picked but uh, still alive and perfectly preserved. They're also, like, brightly colored in a way that maybe most flowers aren't. So... It looks, they look uh, very unusual for uh, the setting. Hmm. But I'm, I'm unable to see, like, if, like, if I hold them and use them like a wand, if I'll shoot out fire. <laughs> no, there's no fire flowers. Right. <laughs> um, as far, uh, you, like, handle them and you try to, like, you know, pluck them or whatever, and nothing seems to happen. You feel, you finally get the, um, it finally comes to you, that you might want to eat them. Okay. To use them, because you can't think of another way. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where my mind was going also. Uh, I take note of that. That was your mind. (laughs) You know my mind so well, God. Uh, (laughs) um, And then uh, looking through the books for research, do I see anything jump out at least in the first couple, like in the first night? or? Um, So you do a lot of research... Um, the Condath Forest used to be populated by lots of elves. Um, it was the secondary refuge of, um, after the orc 
Turkish wars um, before the retreat to Evermeet and the Feywild. Um, and um, so there's a huge elven tree city thing, much like the one in the High Forest, that uh, was abandoned, uh, as far as you can tell, because of um, quarrels with the local underdark insurgents. Mm. Um, it's, you know, the second oldest forest in Faerun, um, and it's about two weeks' journey um, to the center of it. Um, but if you were fleet to foot and pressed yourself, you could get there in a week. Yeah, and that's you're saying two weeks to the center from the outskirts of the forest or from Baldur's no, Gate? from Baldur's Gate. Okay, all right, rifling through those books a little bit, looking at the flowers a little bit, and then my mind starts to wander and. I start inspecting my journal a little more closely. Sure. Um, I rifle through it a little bit, and then I sit there and I think a little bit. Then I grab a quill, and uh, I run a line on a page. I've never written in the journal before. Mm -hmm. And so I find, like, a if I can find a blank page, otherwise a there blank There are a few in the spot. back. Yeah. And I run a line and, like, maybe, like, draw a square. And see if anything happens. Nothing seems to happen. And then I write my name. Um, you do, and um, a yellow flash flashes across the ink where your name was, and it uh, the ink is now perfectly dry. I. Nothing else happens though. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to decide if I... I probably never have cast Identify on my book before. <laughs> I do so now. Sure. So as you begin to cast Identify, um, it's definitely a magical item. It's not a normal book. Mm -hmm. um, and it was created by magic. Um, the entire thing, as you can tell, is 24 years old. Is that how old Oberon is? Oberon, Oberon is 23. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it tells you uh, that the entire book, writing from back to front, all of it, is 23 years old. Um, and uh, there are no spells that are affecting it, but um, you do know that it requires attunement um, of uh, six years to use it. Uh, I close the book quickly. <laughs> I set it down and I stare at it for a bit. I don't even know what to do now. I, I, I put the book back in my pack and try not to think about it. Okay. You do that. <laughs> and uh, Roll for not thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> And that's that's then I just kind of like sit there for the rest of the night, not really studying, not really doing anything, just sitting there thinking. Okay. You think anything else? Well, I'm gonna write a letter to the red lady. Sure. Would mean like uh, we're taking the fight to Reverian. Uh, any um, any elves who stand for for unity, equality, and justice for. Uh, for Reverian's crimes should join us when we uh, 
when we make them, when we march on his keep in the, what's the name of the forest? The Condath. When we march on the Condath forest. A little Liberté, a little Egalité, <laughs> yeah. Eternité. Yeah. Et cetera. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, uh, I mentioned that, like, this will be my contribution and honor to my Elvish heritage. Um, and I will also write a letter to Lacey saying anybody she can send with a grudge against Reverian, against uh, haughty elves, <laughs> uh, uh, against um, General wizards, against genocide, <laughs> anybody uh, who happens to be like up for a good fight, send them my way. Sure. Cool. Um, so a day or two later... The um, airship docks. And Creflin's like combed his hair with his <laughs> bear comb, like straightened <laughs> up the old teeth and dusted off the bear head on his shoulder. Clean the blood. Wait, out. didn't I trade out the bear head? Did I get something else? No, no, no. no, 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 no. no. Okay, trade your centaur tail, right? Oh yeah, it's a centaur tail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So I'm I'm looking all fine and spiffy. Mm-hmm. And uh, do I have to go up to her? Well, did you leave a message that where you could be found? Oh no! I uh, the message that I sent to her just said that uh, when I'm finished traveling, it was a request to join her crew. And uh, what was what was those little bastard's name? Welby. 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 To guide guide Welby in in the ways of life, as it were. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <Aww. Aww. laughs> Oh, my eyes. God, just, <laughs> ah. Man, my eye really hurts. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I mean, uh, did you leave a message with Anna about where oh, you might be Oh, found? yeah, I did. I did. I, I let her know. Yeah, I'll say that she can meet me at that tavern at that inn. Okay. Um, so about two and a half days later, where you've just been combed and <laughs> pretty. Uh, for two days in this seedy tavern. <laughs> I've also been getting sloshed. So. <laughs> um, uh, the door opens, letting like a stream of daylight in. You weren't necessarily sure that it was daytime, I think. <laughs> um, and uh, and uh, there she is. She she's uh, she there opens she the door. She is. Uh, 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 hmm. <clears throat> Entry. Uh, hello. <laughs> Hi. Uh, Paint a logger, please, Mary. Two of them. That's to the bartender. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's not even close to my name. I'm a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Mar- Marty. <laughs> it's just a word for bartender, Mary. Can you can you help me out here? <laughs> <laughs> he he, gets, he gets you a beer. Yay. Yay. Uh, so. Uh, how have you been? <laughs> Just fine. Are you okay? Fine, no. Uh, what, uh, why'd you ask? <laughs> <laughs> no reason. Oh. Making, making sure. Uh, and how's, uh, how's uh, that little bastard will be? Little fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he won't stop talking about you. <laughs> oh, mm, is that a fact? Yeah. <laughs> so where, where did he come from, by the way? I never asked you that. Uh, he's, uh, Cade's little brother. Oh, Cade. Side note, 
Remind me who Cade is. Cade, Cade was the other. He was the cat. He, he was in the suit. He shows. Oh, yeah. two, where did the, so where did the two of them come from? Uh, just hopped on your boat one day, and you decided to keep them around. No, their parents were murdered by traveling orcs, and uh, I took them on. That'll do it. Yep. That's hmm. poor little bastards. <laughs> I don't even fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I actually, um, did you get my message? I sent a I did. while ago. Uh, mm-hmm. Right, fine. No I, forwarding address. I got it. <laughs> I've been around a lot of places, you know, didn't really, was not sure. Where I wouldn't I expect anything less, right, Kathleen. of course. Right. right. So um, I was wondering if I'm still, oh, uh, Lord, uh, St. Cuthbert. <laughs> uh, I'm still in the middle of uh, my travels, I suppose. I'm not quite... I, if, I guess I haven't asked, would, would that be all right? Or would that be a thing that would be possible? Yeah. Good. Good I'd like to, to have you around. I'd like Aww. to be around. <laughs> um, but I was actually calling off about a different matter. Uh, you see, my friends and I—you remember them—the the wee little I could scrawny not forget lad uh, and, uh, Obra- Obron Delgado. That was him. Yeah, uh, the, the talkative one. Yes. Yes. Obron fist pumps rapidly. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to be remembered. <laughs> His ears are burning somewhere. Well, we're um, kind of in a bit of a pickle at the moment. Um, uh, there's this lad called Reverian or some stupid fucking elf name like that. Uh, <laughs> seems to be uh, trying to destroy, well, every race except for uh, elves. And um, I thought it, it, if you'd be interested, or if you'd like, if if yeah, uh, uh, if you could um, at all, if um, would you go with me? <laughs> it's like asking her from. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, go with you to... Well, we might need some transport, and you've got that giant airship thing, and I know that it's your business, and I might not make any money or anything, but we could really, really, really use a little bit of support for this uh, bastard. (laughs) She uh, leans back. She's like, all right. Yeah. Aye. As uh, if you're asking for help, Kreflin... I'm happy to oblige. Who could say no to that face? (laughs) Even when there's spittle in that beard. (laughs) 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 Furiously rubs his chin. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, thank thank you. Thank you, Andrea. (laughs) Good to have you here. Good to have you on our side. (laughs) Okay. So you, you stick around for a while. Uh, I could. Uh, I'm not sure where the others are. We never said where we're going to meet. Uh, we, I just kind of walked off. You know. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Um, but we've still got at least a week and a half. Mm-hmm. So, are you sticking around Baldur's Gate? Or are you up for a little traveling? I suppose I wouldn't mind a little travel, you know, get the ropes uh, back and, uh, you know, the sort of sense memory. And yes, I would like to mm-hmm. travel. <laughs> okay. I, I was going to let you, you know, go, go on with that a whole uh, ropes thing, but why not? Um, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> now I know what Andrew's up to. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're departing tomorrow. 
You're welcome to join me. I'd love to. All right. Where are you staying tonight? Let's just tell you know, offhand, not even thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, go. On the ship. <laughs> Have you an extra cabin or something? <laughs> I'd be staying in my cabin. Oh, oh, right. I... Right. Where, where I live. Right. Yeah. Would you... <laughs> I'll let Anna that you might be stopping by. Oh, thank you, thank yeah. you. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh. Okay, she like throws back the rest of her beer and uh, and stands up and pats you on the shoulder <laughs> and and uh, gives a little squeeze and is like. <laughs> All right, Kreflin, we'll uh, maybe see you later. Might see you later, right? Might, might, you know. Goodbye now. Bye. (laughs) Duff. (laughs) Very glad I don't have to follow that act. (laughs) (laughs) Kreflin's just like, still got it. (laughs) (laughs) You'll see that. Oh, I've got the moves. He yells that to the whole bar. Another pint of lager, please, man. Mountain dwarf. Mountain dwarf. Yeah, so anybody doing anything else before we fast forward? How far are we fast forwarding? (laughs) As far as you guys want to fast forward. What are the chances of me uh, improving? You're at Varian's castle. What do you do? No. <laughs> oh, God, oh, God. Jeez. It's like we teleported in fucking Mario World. No, God, all of a sudden we're there. <laughs> what's my, what's my uh, position on the ship? There doesn't, there doesn't seem to be an official position for you right now because it's only temporary. Oh, okay. I yeah. see how it is. Yeah, so sure. You're just helping where Helper. help is needed. Right. <laughs> Felpi you know, is very glad to see Mr. Kreflin Mountain Dwarf. <laughs> well, be <laughs> to see you. I missed you. <laughs> I missed you too, lad. Don't you fucking tell anybody else. <laughs> Hop on up here on the shoulder, there, lad. Let's Yay! get you ready going. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um, I guess. Ashen has better gear. I, I, I actually, so Darren, I guess I'd sniff out where Darren is. I don't know if I know where Ruth lives, but. You could probably figure it out. I'd probably find it You're out. You're a resourceful Barty guy. I basically just asked the city watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, uh, hey, where does Ruth live? <laughs> question Not with Charisma 18, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I. Uh, uh, I would actually so we have these these manacles that were used on me by the bounty hunters. Uh, I haven't seen the like before, but they do. Excuse me, you're interrupting my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> but I had this great idea. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, they inhibit they inhibit spell casting. They they hold uh, your fingers together, and you can't use somatic uh, spell components. Um, so I was wondering if the city watch had any of these, or knew of a smith that could create these. Um, these kind of manacles, it seems like something we might want to take with us, maybe? Oh, yeah, that was extremely humiliating when those got put on you. Y- you y- became instantly useless. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> well, what do you say, Ruth? You ever see these before? Uh, no. 
but um, actually, I know these two really great weaponsmiths, and I bet you they could probably make something work with them. Uh, excellent. Yeah. Uh, do, should I hand these over to you then? or? Yeah, I have to go on shift anyway, so um, I'll drop them off on my way there. Um, they're kind of amazing. Right? So. I, I, I mean, they were horrible when they were on me, but I see their potential. Oh, I was talking about the weaponsmiths. What are their names? Um, they are, uh, they're up by the Helm and Cloak. Uh, they're, um, uh, Lacon and, and, uh, Grip. Grip. <laughs> that's it's, a great name. Why did, why did you say it that way, Dad? What, what, that's how you said it, right? Say <laughs> <laughs> what you said. I didn't even talk about. Grip. Grip. Oh, okay. I gotta go on shift. Uh, that's just like going, I'm like trying it out. Grip? 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 <laughs> I guess yeah. I'll leave you. I'll leave you to your tea, Darren. I just uh, wanted to pass this along. Do Do you want some tea? Uh, no, I'm I'm okay. I'm just gonna go back to researching and stuff. But I just thought that might be a good idea, and she might be someone who you might want to. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Um. So I'll see you later, and I leave. <laughs> that kid ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I suppose if I knew of an arcanist or whatever in this area, I would have them take a look at the flowers. Nobody has seen anything like them. I assume so. I don't show them my journal. <laughs> and I, I go and I lock myself away and read a lot. Sure. Starting to venture away from the subject of Reverian and usefulness and more into the subject of what the fuck is this journal. Sure. <laughs> um, did you want to buy some stuff? Are you going uh, shopping? If anything, uh, or if I can somehow improve my current gear, because looking at the book, or if I can like find magical axe. Um, you know, just something that hits a little harder for the upcoming uh, conflict. Uh, so um, finding someone to imbue magic into your um. Can the Cuthbertine Temple do that? You can see if they have anything, um, but it might take longer than the time that you have. Um, But you could ask to see if they have something already. Well, I'll go ask then. Okay. Um, Uh, Roll religion. Oh, dang it. Okay, here we go. Full time religion. (laughs) Get blessed. Hashtag blessed. 18. 18. All right. Um, so they, uh, definitely can't imbue your axe with anything, um, in the time that you've given them. Um, but they, uh, um, the, the like head priest comes over and, uh, and, uh, he's, he hands you like a box. Um, and uh, says, these um, may help you. I'm not sure. They're not something that we would typically... Actually, we don't really have anybody who would maybe be able to use them, except for maybe you. You're the only real, I guess what you would say, adventurer. So, um, uh, yeah, uh, here you here you go. What? And um, inside this? the box, it's like a long box and inside there are um like uh, gauntlets uh that have um like funny looking designs on them that's not sensible (laughs) what what 
Wait, do I know what they are? Are they like some sort of relic that I always heard about or something? Nope. They're just, they're just something. <laughs> oh. Basically, you get you get the feeling like this isn't something that they that anybody in the Cuthbertine order would necessarily use or have, and so, but it was like donated to them for like an auction or something, <laughs> and uh, and so they don't really have any use for it, and they wouldn't necessarily give it to one of their sort of in town paladins or clerics. Um, so as you're out there evangelizing with your adventuring ways, uh, you, you may be able to use these. Well, he, he puts them on, tries them on. Sure. Well, thank you, brother. Do you, do you know what they do? Yes. Mm-hmm. Give me a second. <laughs> um. Consult the book of armaments. <laughs> It is. It's gauntlets of um, becudgelment. Yeah, let's call it that, and then I'll give you the stats later. <laughs> Wait, of becudgelment? <laughs> a, no, you know it's, it's a not, word it's now. Not a real thing. Hashtag becudgelment. <laughs> that's the that's tag essential NPCs and hashtag becudgelment to win a free cudgel <laughs> and a bunch of religious tracts. <laughs> Praise be unto Cuthbert. You need to attune to them, and so you will find out about them. Next time. <laughs> well, I guess I'll wear them and show them off to all my friends. <laughs> You're interrupting my tea. No, we gotta look at these. They're very nice. Um, okay. And you got that's... any more tea? Yes. Come on in. <laughs> all right. And, and uh, so, uh, Ruth, she's single. And that's where we'll end for <laughs> I stab Bank Hard in the throat. <laughs> Everybody's finding their fuck buddy today. Oh, uh, nine out of ten. <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions. All rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, sponsored, or specifically approved by Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast and Dungeons and Dragons are trademarks of Wizards of the Coast LLC, a subsidiary of Hasbro. Go to dnd.wizards.com to find out more.